Hey, hey everybody, welcome to the HB Half Hour. I'm the Honest Bachelor. With us in the studio, as always, is James Blackman. Hello, I'm Amos Blackman. Follow at Amos Blackman on Instagram. Actually, and Facebook. I prefer you to just go to Facebook now. So are you just going to build up the Instagram where it's at now? I'm going to leave that there, uh. and I'm going to build up my fan page on, on uh, Facebook. All right, there you go. Amos Blackman. Yeah, joining us later in the show is Joshua Robert Thompson, a very, very talented guy. He's from Family Guy. He's an actor. He's a comedian. Uh, he is, uh, I mean, he's really, really, really good. He does impressions of Morgan Freeman. He does Arnold Schwarzenegger. He used to be on the Howard Stern Show, Craig Ferguson Show. I don't need to go through his whole resume. He's he's very good. Um, if you want to support the show, if you want to help make it better and better, uh, all you got to do is send it to the links down below, PayPal, Cash App, Venmo. All, everything that you send, it just goes right back into the production of the show. So it'll just get better the more that you support it. If you want to advertise with us, just email me. You see on the laptop here, this is Cam the Person helped with the logo. If you want your logo on there or if you want me to wear one of your weird products, your hats or shirts or James to wear one of your hats and shirts, just send me an email, thehonestbachelor at gmail.com. Lastly, during our breaks, we're going to be showing some sketches. If you want one of your sketches to be on the show uh, as we kick it into the commercial break, just send me an email or contact me on any of my social media, thehonestbachelor at gmail.com or thehonestbachelor.com. On basically everything. That it? I think that's it, man. Okay, all right. So this is how the show works. Every single time that we come on every week, we pick topics that spell out the word honest. We try to keep them somewhat consistent. Those of you that like history, you get to see a new history story every week. Uh, Same thing with the opinion news. You kind of know what to expect, and this week is no different. So the topics this week are history, opinion, news, entertainment, speech, and technology. So without further ado, we're going to go right into history. In light of the uh, Stormy Daniels interview that went on in 60 Minutes, did you catch that at all? I caught a little of it. Yeah. Not, I, I, you know. Not terribly interesting. Yeah. Uh, basically, Stormy Daniels shockingly admitted to uh, having sex with Donald Trump. <gasps> yeah, everyone is just blown away. They cannot believe that Donald Trump was having an extramarital affair. Absolutely insane. Actually... Obviously, obviously being sarcastic here, because Donald Trump has married each of the women that he's cheated on his wife with. And so Melania, he cheated on his previous wife to Melania. So we're actually lucky Stormy Daniels is not the first lady of the United States if he had continued that trend. But the, the, the other thing about it is no one, no one does care. No one cares. They knew that going into it. No one thought he was some saint. Uh, it, not even that. Tell me a billionaire who doesn't get bored with the woman that they have. <laughs> are you advocating for it or are you just pointing it out as factual? Both. <laughs> yeah, and so the, the only reason I bring it up is because for whatever reason, we seem to be trying to push this strange narrative. And again, we're not saying that this is okay, but what we are saying is it's not unusual. In fact, uh, this is why it's in the history segment, by the way, uh, it's pretty common. In the White House for, uh, for presidents to cheat on their wives. In fact, Thomas Jefferson not only cheated on his wife, but he raped a slave. Multiple. A lot of times. Multiple slaves. He had six kids with a slave. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- this is just to put in perspective. Like, when we think of right now, the Trump derangement syndrome, like we had Barack Obama, was, who was pretty much, you, you just went about your life and never really thought about it until he did something either cool or you really hated it. But for the most part, it, 
nothing was really going on. But with Donald Trump, we're just in constant state of hysteria. And people are like, this is the worst it's ever been. This is the worst human being. This president is awful. He's not the worst person in the world. Not a great person. But this is not, this is not unusual. I was thinking about this, actually. To even become the president of the United States, you have to think pretty highly of yourself. Yeah. Like, anyone who's thought in their mind, yeah, I could be president of the United States, kind of an egomaniac. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with egomania comes narcissism. With narcissism, normally that means you don't really care what anyone thinks, and you're probably someone who cheats on their wife and doesn't really think much of it. That's great. Yeah. That's actually really good. I yeah. never thought of it like that. Yeah, and so that, that's just my, my inner theory. Uh, Grover Cleveland, same thing. Rapist. Hey. <laughs> He he raped he raped some chick. Um, I feel like wow, you know what? It cost him ten thousand dollars, and this was a long time ago. Which means it's a lot of money back 1874. then. Eighteen seventy four. I feel like anything before the nineteen hundreds are all rapists. Yeah, <laughs> probably. You know, by today's standards, for sure. Of course, absolutely. Oh yeah. In fact, we'll talk about somebody who, at the time, because you do have to in your mind, you have to think of it in the context of what was going on at the time. Mm-hmm. Not that it necessarily makes it okay. But there is kind of an expectation set up. And I'll just skip to that one, George H.W. Bush, so the older George Bush. Suddenly, all these women are coming forward saying he grabbed their butt. And yeah, you shouldn't grab chicks' butts. But He didn't grab them by the pussy. <laughs> yeah, pussy. It, like That obviously is inappropriate behavior in any circumstance. But at the time, it was probably more normal, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah, because you're not going to get blasted on the internet. And it's probably more effective to shut you up since you don't have a voice like social media gives you. Exactly. Yeah. Richard Nixon, he's actually known as, as a ladies' man, loved to cheat on his wife. This wasn't a rape. Maybe it was. I don't know. Uh, Ronald Reagan cheated on his wife. Uh, again, George H.W. Bush. In fact, these started to come out. I don't know how old he is. I think he's like a 1,000. But he, the dude's about to die. He's in a wheelchair. And he has this joke that he likes to tell where he says... Hey, who's, you want to know who my uh, favorite magician is? David Copperfield. And that's like this joke that he's been telling for like 30 years. And so someone finally came out with it because I guess he did that joke during a photo shoot and grabbed her butt. And then the Bush campaign came out and said it's because he's in a wheelchair. He didn't mean to grab your butt. But then like 30 b****s came forward and said, yeah. no, nah, he's been doing this for a while. Uh, but I guess he's been telling that joke for a while, which is a lame joke, by the way. Uh, Bill Clinton, obviously. Everyone knows about that one. And even George W. Bush, uh, they're saying there was something, but it didn't really go anywhere. So we'll give him a pass because uh, the suit just kind of got dropped. Uh, yeah, and then obviously Donald Trump. So my point is, this happens. Obama's well, perfect. Uh, Obama's perfect? Yeah, I mean, Obama... Ten years from now. Yeah, so what he did was he put me down. <laughs> Back when it's cool to be racist yeah, again, then. Yeah. <laughs> Make America racist again. God, I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> there's always something in here. I'm like, should I put that in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to O for opinion. So I'm going to give you some statistics. You need to guess in your mind which gender this applies to. Higher suicide rate, lower graduation rates, guy or girl, lower grades, more often raped, more often raping, leaves their families behind the most, gets incarcerated at a higher rate, higher addiction to drugs and alcohol, more often a mass shooter, lower wages under 30 years old. All right, so for those of you that put some of those on the female side, 
wrong. Every single one of those apply to guys exclusively. And like I say this somewhat jokingly, but not really. When we talk about women and the problems with women and equality, and we have the women's marches, all these different things going on, I don't care about wages. If these problems were going on with women, if you had higher suicide rates, higher incarceration rates, higher addiction, lower graduation rates, didn't go to schools often. I mean, I didn't even put that in there. They go, less guys go to college. If those things were going on with women, it would be an epidemic. All of society would pounce on it. We'd be talking about it nonstop. It would be a theme of the Women's March. It would be nonstop, just bashing it into your head. And there would be all sorts of programs in place to make sure it goes the opposite way. Why aren't we doing that for boys? We're failing our boys. That's why. Yeah, and I mean, not only are we failing boys, but we're allowing boys to get away with these kinds of things and not putting a higher expectation on them. And it's not constantly reinforced of this is, you need to be a man, you need to grow up, you need to assume responsibility, you need to lead your house, whatever that means. I mean, that could be monetarily, it could be staying at home and taking care of the kids, but you need to take care of your portion when it comes to the responsibility. But we don't do that. We concentrate all the time on making sure girls, blah, blah, blah. Like girls get paid just as much as guys. There's just as many female CEOs. Women are going to college. Women are getting degrees. Women. I feel like we can do both. I really do. I feel like we can do both. If we're going to have that agenda going, we Mm -hmm. need to have some type of, we need to give young boys the confidence to go out and actually cry in front of people and not feel like a wuss. We need them to feel like, you know what, you do deserve an education, yet... Why, why, okay, why are these kids dropping out? We need to ask why for everyone you just named. Why are more boys killing themselves? Right. Look, when are we going to start asking these questions to start fixing some stuff? Yeah, well, first, what it's going to take is acknowledging that boys and girls are different. Yeah. You have to acknowledge that, and that's the problem. The, the, the newest wave of feminism. So there's first wave, which is just saying, you know, treat women equally. Then there's second wave, which is saying, let's put some programs into place so women succeed in the workplace. Then there's third wave, which says that gender is a social construct. That is dangerous, and we're seeing it. You cannot tell me that there's no biological differences between men and women, and the only reason that they're different is because society made them that way. No. And actually, in uh, Sweden, they have decided that they are going to switch all the gender stereotypical roles. They give trucks to girls, and they give nursing supplies to boys. You know what's happened? The boys have even, it's become even more of a, of a divide. Men are going in, into even more manly of jobs, and women are sticking in even more of the gender stereotypical jobs. Really? So they take away the, the gender construct, and it actually forces biology to take over. And so instead of uh, jobs that it's like this is paying more, Women are like, well, I don't really care that it's paying more. I enjoy this more. I have more freedom to do it. Women here are so free that they get to make less money in that they make different decisions that pay less because they have a safety net, a male safety net that men don't have. Now, not saying that women can't make more than men. In fact, a lot of women do. I'll wait for someone to come at you with that one. Oh, please do. <laughs> I mean, that's gonna be fun. <laughs> Can't wait to read the comments on that. Yeah. Please I mean, comment, guys. Please comment. Yeah, go ahead and leave a comment. Say I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, and then we'll schedule a debate and we'll have some fun. All right, we're gonna be right back after this sketch. Let's see what we're watching tonight. Well, I want to get comfortable, so I'm gonna take my makeup off, okay? Okay, I mean, you don't have to ask me, like... Well, I just, I just want to let you know, like, it's not always like this. 
<laughs> hey, hey, I don't care about mm. your looks. I care about what's in there. Are you sure? Positive. Mm -hmm, so go do your thing. Okay. All right. I'll be right back. All right. When I was you, all I get is wild. Babe, don't pick anything scary either. I know I won't. Let's go. Oh, oh. What the? Babe. My nigga, don't call me babe. I don't know what kind of freaky robbery this is, but bruh, I need you out my house right now. Babe, what the? F it's me. Baby. Stop playing, boy. I'm sorry. Welcome back. That was a sketch from Ricky Eugene Brown. If you want one of your sketches to be one of the commercial breaks, again, just email me at uh, thehonestbachelor at gmail.com or just DM me a personal message, whatever it is, on Twitter and Instagram. Did you hear about the, uh, the Florida shooter getting a bunch of love letters? No way. Yeah. So we're moved on to news <sighs> now. And this is really disturbing to me. Now, first off, I'm not going to say his name even once because there's been a lot of studies that have shown that naming the shooter influences copycats. Yeah. And this is a great example of that. So now this kid, his face is out there, his name is out there, and a bunch of these 15, 16-year-old girls, they've started to send him letters in droves. Uh, so it, what it says is Parkland shooting suspect blank has been receiving volumes of fan mail at the Florida jail where he's being held. Broward County Public Defender Howard Finkelstein, who, whose office represents Cruz, said he was concerned about Cruz's growing notoriety. The, Finkelstein says, The letters shake me up because they're written by regular, everyday teenage girls from across the nation. That scares me. It's perverted. So some of the letters say stuff like, When I saw your picture on the television, something attracted, to, attracted me to you. Your eyes are beautiful, and the freckles on your face make you so handsome. Like, this... If you want to send, going back to the opinion section, if you want to send a really bad message to young boys, this is definitely one of them. Oh, God. This kid. Yeah. He's an ugly little doof. Jesus Christ. That's, is that the most upsetting part? It might be. Because he's not even cute. He's not even cute. Yeah. Like, these standards by women. See, boys are being so neglected that women are having to settle for the crappiest of, of guys. The more depraved you are, the more support you get. Like, honey boo boo and that one yeah. chick, how about that? Like, yeah. we have a weird obsession with, with, with garbage people. It's America, man. I feel like we're declining in this aspect of life. I have a statistic that's going to blow your mind. Oh, no. So, would you guess that people are getting smarter or dumber as a whole? Well, it feels like we're getting dumber, but yeah. I know we're getting smarter. Yeah, I that I couldn't believe. Well, the more a technology introduced to us, the more um, uh, the more knowledge we have at our disposal, which means it's gonna it's gonna sit in our brain. Yeah, that doesn't mean we have common sense. Right. No, that's a good point. It's interesting though. I didn't even mean to do that transition, but it goes perfectly for our next story. Yeah. So, <laughs> a woman mistook going into labor for bad Chinese food. She thought that she ate bad Chinese food, but no, she was 37 weeks pregnant. Here's the crazy thing. This isn't even that rare. What would you, what would you guess is the, the one, one in how many people do you think this happens to? <laughs> oh, God. One in four? No. 
you think 25% of pregnancies they didn't know about? No, so it's it's one in every 2,500. Okay, it, I was going to yeah. say, <laughs> what you've been hitting me with today, I can't, t- I can't do it, man. Yeah. I can't take this. <laughs> no, so it's called a cryptic pregnancy. No, I tried looking up to see if any skinny chicks ever have. It's always cryptic, fat. Right? Yeah. Fat women. yeah, of course. Yeah. Surprisingly, no data. No data. No skinny chick no. has ever made it 37 weeks without knowing she's pregnant. Oh, shocker. God. Total shocker. What the hell are these people eating that they have that many stomach pains, that many things going wrong in their body that they don't know that they're pregnant? Have you been around a pregnant woman? They're angry. These are fat people, bro. No. <laughs> I don't... And I'm... I just, like... They eat everything. <laughs> and they're eating garbage. Like, the fact that she's felt this pain before, because she, she equated it to what she ate. She must have felt this awful before. And, like, how often is this happening that she's like, oh, it's just Chinese food God. again. It's definitely not me being pregnant. It's her second kid, too, so she's been through pregnancy. Is before. there a name uh, for people who hate fat people? Uh, fattists. It's fattest? I actually think that is a term, fattest. Yeah. It. It's like fascist, but fattest. The fattest. All right, we're going to move on to our next story. The, uh, <laughs> so in Indiana, mm-hmm. they started installing these baby drop boxes. So they're celebrating, <sighs> they're celebrating uh, putting the first baby drop box in. Do you know what it is? No, dude. What okay, is this? so basically it looks like an oven. And <sighs> you can set your baby in there and then someone comes by later to pick it up. I don't know who. Hopefully the person who's supposed to pick it up. <laughs> what happens if you drop two babies in there? Well, that's uh, one of the big issues going on right now. So <laughs> That's one of the big issues right now? One of the big issues going on right now is the, the boxes are getting filled up too fast, so they're actually in production of making a second one right now. Oh, God. I'm just kidding. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're really, they're really nice. The, they're padded on the inside. Which, Thank God. Yeah, I was which, so worried about that. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know who is turning it a baby. And they opened it up, and they're like, nah, it's not padded. I can't turn where this are the, Where are the pads? You guys probably... Can't, can't leave this baby in this box now. <laughs> that would be irresponsible. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to move on to our next topic, but before we do, we're going to be right back after this sketch. Just let me know if I'm breathing too loud for you. What are you doing? I'm trying to back up. What are you doing? Why don't you move? Why? Why? I'm telling you. You talking to me? Deal with this. You don't need his bullshit. Are you, if you talking don't talk to, to me? Him, I will grow. Okay, I'm serious. Who are you talking to? I'm on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to your house. Don't worry. Just gotta make a little detour. Gotta take care of some business. You know how to shoot a gun? What? What did you just say to me? All right, and we are back. That was uh, Josh Robert Thompson as Robert De Niro, the Uber driver. Speaking of, uh, let me just introduce, he's from Family Guy. He's an actor. He's a comedian. His name is Josh Robert Thompson. Josh, thank you for coming on. Three names, like a serial killer. <laughs> Hollywood douche, man. Thank you. Well, that's okay. We still respect you. Uh, so I wanted to take you on for this particular segment because you're, you're kind of in the thick of it when it comes to Hollywood. 
you've, yeah. you've been in the industry for quite a while. I have, yeah. Very glamorous. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a very glamorous lifestyle. Yeah, uh, once you do, once you do one job, one episode of one show, you're a millionaire. Yeah, so that's that's all of our experiences so far. <laughs> so uh, this this particular story, it's about Roseanne Barr. I don't know if you used to watch Roseanne or not. I did, yeah, when I was in high school. I you did the original show, yeah. Yeah, so it just came back. It's been off the air since 1997. And apparently there was a, a, a back, some people wanted it back, and 18 million people watched the show. And to put that in perspective, the Oscars, actually, 26 million people watched the Oscars, which is down from 32 million. Right. And the only reason I mention that is because I think that the reason for both of those things happening is the same reason. Uh, so the Oscars, obviously, they're not a big fan of Donald Trump. <laughs> Now and then, Roseanne, the, both the actress and the the character she plays in the show, is very very pro Trump actually. And right. so my question for you was: Do you think that the ratings that we're seeing for Roseanne and the Oscars is uh, Hollywood doing just such a terrible job of not being super liberal and kind of losing yeah. half the country? I think it's partly that. Yes, I would say half of that can be attributed to the fact that there's a conting- large contingent of people in Middle America that are not feel that they are not well represented uh, on television or in the media. I think it's kind of amazing because so many people, I'm so tired of hearing people say network TV's dead, it's over, it's finished, it's a dinosaur, and yet here we are with 18 plus million people tuning in. Now, it's it's part nostalgia, I think. Mm-hmm. Everything old is new again. Yeah. But yeah. I think the other part of it, yes, does have to do, in fact, with a group of people that feels that they're not being represented. Yeah, I mean, I was... I was looking at the lineup of some of the shows that are out, and this is just this is just a small sample. So you got Transparent, which is about a dad who transitioned in like his sixties or something like that. Then yeah. I Am Jazz, about a, a little kid who's transgender. <sighs> then Becoming Us, it's all like a documentary about being transgender, and that's right. just that's just the transgender shows. Uh, I mean, if you want a job in Hollywood, just transition, really. Like, <laughs> like just, well, yeah, rec- recently I had a double hernia surgery, actually last week. Yeah. I thought of, uh, during the surgery if they could have just cut my dick off. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but I think, I have. I grew up in Cleveland. Okay? Yeah. I grew up in Ohio, and I lived there until I was 20 years old, and I moved out to L.A. Whenever I talk to my friends back there, they always bring up the fact that they feel like when they watch TV or films that there is some agenda being shoved down their throats. They don't For care sure. if people live their lives, whether they're gay or transgender or whatever it is, but they feel like Hollywood is going overboard yeah. to try to include everybody uh, of every facet of life in every single goddamn show. I'm not saying that. They're saying that, and I can yeah. see why they would feel that way. I can see that. Absolutely. Well, if you look, if you look at the uh, like casting calls... They have that box that you check for your gender, and it's the transgender box. I, I almost feel some sympathy for the transgender people because they're being treated as a sideshow. Right. Like, they're the new midgets of Hollywood. It yeah. used to be the same midgets were in every single movie, yeah. and now it's going to be the same transgenders are in every single movie. Because there's not that many. There's not that many transgender people. Yeah, and I think, I think speaking to the Roseanne issue, I mean, there is... To be fair, uh, Darlene, the daughter, I believe has a has a son of the transgender. I, I didn't watch the show. Uh-huh. I believe that there there. What's interesting about Roseanne is I think it's acknowledging that in the United States, we have 
people of varying religious backgrounds, political beliefs, etc. And that's what America is. And it's kind of interesting to see. It's not just Roseanne being a Trump supporter. It's her, I don't remember, what is it, her sister or, it, that is vehemently uh, wears the pussy hat and mm-hmm. is pro-Hillary. Uh, and then you've got this, the, the daughter that has the trans child. I mean, so there's a, they're, they're taking on all of the issues like they always have. I don't right. think there's anything new with Roseanne, but yeah. it's definitely the perfect time for the show to come back. I right. Think. Well, and I don't want to imply that Trump people hate transgender peoples or gays or whatever it is. But I do think that Trump people especially, they get really sick of this particular left slant being jammed down their throat. They're very fickle people, it seems like. And look, I I think you can't just say we're only going to represent one type of person and the rest of you are horrible. That's just as bad as Trump supporters that may say we think all gays and transgenders are terrible. I mean, it's just a TV show, for Christ's sake. But the numbers do speak volumes, man. This is kind of amazing. Yeah, 18 million is a crazy amount of people. Yeah, actually, Trump decided to call Roseanne to congratulate her on her ratings. Trump really likes ratings. And we we were able to get the voicemail, actually. Oh, wow. Can't wait to hear that. Hello, Roseanne. It's Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States of America. I want to say thank you for the bigly ratings. They were huge. Thank you for wearing the hat. Make America great again. It's a great show. We need more people like you. I want you to give a note to John Goodman to gain the weight back because people want to see a reflection of themselves. Big, fat people, middle America. These are my voters. I like fried chicken. I like tacos. I like burgers. I want to see more of that on the show. Great job. Huge ratings. Fantastic. Perfect. The best. You are winning. We're all winners. Thank you very much. I'd like to come on and do a cameo. I gotta go. My daughter needs a massage. Okay. Bye-bye. Trump out. All right. Well, now we're moving on to speech. Uh, This has to do with Count Dankula. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of Count Dankula, Josh. Yeah, so for those of you that don't know, uh, it's this guy, his name is, uh, I think it's Marcus Meacham, and he's just a Scottish YouTuber, and he decided to teach his girlfriend's dog to Sig Heil, and then also the dog gets really amped up whenever he says, gas the Jews. (laughs) And see, that's the appropriate response, is laughter. Yeah, laughter is the appropriate response. I'm, like, forgive me for my ignorance on how the Nazi movement started. I wasn't there. Um, but I'm about 27% sure that it didn't start with a weird hipster training a pug to Sig Heil. Uh, and I'm not really sure that inspires rage, except ironically from the Nazis. Like, Nazis are the only ones really upset about this, it seems like. I don't know that any Jews are. Yeah, I don't... I don't know, man. I, and I feel like, you know, we're straight white guys. Thank God there's a black guy here. So like, <laughs> God left his shirt in the car. <laughs> we're talking. I can see why. I know I know what you're doing over there. I see why. That's your, was it your co-host on the show? I get it. I <laughs> he did this clever. thing to sell. Very smart. <laughs> so I can get away um, with a little extra. Yeah, look, man. I mean, it's like it's a joke. Okay, is, is, it, is it offensive to people? Sure. I'm, I'm sure it is. Listen, but... What what's what is it doing? It's a dog. It's stupid. I didn't even hear about this guy until this thing happened. By the way, well, and it's interesting I, you say that 
Yeah. Because you don't hear about these people until the outrage comes. And so it could have just gone under the radar. Right. And it would have just gone off into the abyss. And you see that all the time with, like, Richard Spencer, the, uh, the alt-right guy with the perfectly coiffed hair. I, I have yeah. this video, and he is speaking to a crowd of about 15 supporters, but then a 1,000 protesters. Right. Like, why'd, they even sh- why'd the protesters even show up? He would have just been speaking to basically an empty I'll room. Add, I want to add that I had that haircut back in 2015, and I've been instructed on multiple occasions to no longer have that haircut. So. <laughs> it's you and me both. Yeah, see? <laughs> a whole I like haircut the haircut. Gone. I mean, I'm not a Nazi. I'm just what is it with same. Nazis ruining hairstyles? Because Hitler ruined that mustache. I... <sighs> Michael Jordan tried to bring it back. Yes, yeah. he did. Can yeah. you please put a picture up of Michael Jordan <laughs> next to Hitler right now? Yeah, well, and that's the only way you can get away with it is you're not a white dude. I'm definitely not going to grow that mustache out. I was very Josh cute. has even darker hair than me, so that would be a worse I, idea. Look, look, I think this guy, this guy, and this, did this guy get, uh, he went to court, the, the, the Count Dankula yeah. guy? Yeah, is yeah, it, that's the important stuff. Not guilty? Was, is, didn't that happen? He's well, facing sentencing. Well, because. For what? Is, What's the exact, what are the charges? So it's highly offensive language. Um, it's Germany, though, right? Uh, I believe it's in the UK. UK? Yeah. But he, he's, they have hate crime laws yeah. there, and he's actually willing to go to jail to illustrate how overreaching these can be. And he'll is get that, out. I mean, is it a hate crime? Because then we have to get into, like, because now people, especially online, and I've had a lot of experience with this, is people get <laughs> offended by something you say, and then they will do everything to try to take your show away or yeah. delete your account or get you banned. But that's not how it works. That's not hate. If I say fuck you and go jump in front of a bus and kill yourself, then that's up to you to decide yeah. to jump in front of a bus and kill yourself. You can be upset by that, but why should I be uh, deleted and banned for that? Does it make any sense to me? There's no there's no one that can agree on what is a hate crime. Uh, because that's, well, It's yeah. an intangible, like, it's, it's a hate crime to certain people and not to other people. I mean, I think training a dog to do what this guy did is... Yeah, okay, I can see why it's offensive and sick to certain people. I think it's funny. I think it's yeah. ridiculous. I think, who gives a shit? What it, how is it affecting the world? It's not. But uh, good for him wanting to go to jail to prove a point. But, I mean, Jesus Christ, he shouldn't have to in the first place. It's right. really... Well, and, like, you're a comedian. James is a comedian. I do some sort of form of comedy. And it right. feels like you can feel that restriction when you're talking. And you're like, can I say this? And that is really it makes comedy worse for everybody because then you got a comedian up there who's not going to say what came to mind thank god for guys like ricky gervais and stuff like that who will say whatever they're thinking uh but as a younger comedian who's not established that is very very tough i was in a room with a a bunch of comedians man established comedians i won't say their names the other was two weeks ago they were they were talking to me about how hard it was to watch the Dave Chappelle Netflix special uh-huh. and him having to address the uh, trans problem that he ended up having at one of his shows. They're like, yo, that's right. ridiculous. Yeah. You would never have that early 2000s. Right. Even, even 2009, you wouldn't have that. Yeah. Um, and it was, yeah. It was, I was talking to him about it. I'm, the, the jokes that I started doing when I first started five years ago, I can't do now. Yeah. I mean, you can, and I think you should. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, there's got to be somebody, and like Count Dankula apparently wants to, to be the martyr. There's got to be somebody who's willing to just completely blow their career. And what happens a lot of the time is these people find a cult following somewhere in the, somewhere in the fringe based on the outrage over their stupid uh, 
jokes. I mean, they're just yeah. jokes. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. I think you're right, though. I think it is if you're if like, Ricky Gervais has the advantage of being established, of having yeah. produced a number of fantastic shows, he can do whatever he wants. Let's be honest. All right, so we're going to be moving on. So the final the final subject here is uh, for technology. T for technology. Uh, a woman was hit by a driverless Uber. <laughs> you're not supposed to laugh, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> she died. No, but these these cars they they not only is it driverless. But there's a pilot sitting there as well. Right. Yeah. And so people are really upset that the driverless car hit him. And my thought was, like, this lady was always screwed. Because right. it was a woman pilot as well behind this driverless car. So this, this wasn't, it a, wasn't it? I don't. I don't want to. You know, I don't pick on any particular group here. But was it? I delve deeper into the story. Wasn't it a transgender <laughs> woman? I'm not kidding. That was. That I think was it, behind the wheel of the Uber. What I heard was the pilot had like a, a criminal record, which well, I for. Think- there's one more layer to that because I, I was looking at the guy and I'm like, this guy looks like he's a little dolled up. And it yeah. turns out this guy had transitioned. And the woman that he hit was some like repeat offender uh, crack whore. Oh, okay. So I, yeah. You know, okay. So that was the person that was the convict. should be killed for that. I'm just Did saying. it happen in Arizona? Yeah, in Arizona. All right. Well, there you go. Well, if you see the video and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show it right before the crash, there was no chance of this lady not getting hit. None. It was pitch black, no right. street lamps, and she's wearing all black, and she's in front of the bike, so it's blocking the reflectors. There's no, there's no possible way she wouldn't you have got hit. Personal responsibility is done. Like I can't believe we're just accepting of the driverless car. It should work. Why doesn't it work? It's a thing that's never happened before, and it's not working. <laughs> of course it's not working. Like, dude, I, I just don't get it, man. Well, there's a dude who <laughs> fell asleep in his Tesla. And right. he was in the middle of traffic, and it didn't sense the uh, the semi because it was too high, and he got decapitated. And that's, was that the guy? That, oh, that's right. And they found uh, they found movies in there. I think he was he was in the middle of watching a movie, and he fell asleep during stupid. the movie. What are yeah. you doing? Like you're still yeah, but it's driverless, bro. In L.A., like right. that's just insanity. Well, uh, staying on the technology, we're gonna move on. Staying on the technology theme. Uh, so Mark Zuckerberg is in a bunch of hot water. Everyone knows about the Facebook breaches going on. But I'm, I'm less upset about that and more the real tragedy happened involving Mark Zuckerberg that no one's talking about. Hmm. Yeah, he lost over $9, mil, $9 billion. He lost over $9 billion. Like, can you believe that? Poor guy. What is he going to do? Ugh. He only he has gonna... $66 billion left. God. Wife leave him, man. His wife is out. Yeah, I mean, Delicious. thoughts and prayers. So thoughts and prayers out to Mark Zuckerberg. Thoughts and prayers, man. Pray for Mark. What? Should we send something to Mark? Should we send him, like, a care package or... Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. We should throw something together. All right, how about this? You guys... Let's start a GoFundMe. I was going to say, start a GoFundMe, <laughs> and everyone sends us money, and we'll buy a really cool gift. So yeah. the address is on the bottom, gofundme.com slash uh, thoughts and prayers to Mark. That's uh, and, and, and then we'll raise all the money. We'll get like $10 million or something. And then we'll post, uh, we'll make a gay porn video and see what people say. I call bottom. Okay, cool. Hey, uh, right. I gave $10 to that. And you guys included a, a video of a black gentleman who was... <laughs> That's what they're offended by. All right. Well, I want to thank Josh for joining us. Do you have anything that you want to plug in particular? Just, just go to my website, thejrtshow.com. Yeah, JRT Show is taken. The, the JRT Show. Yeah, it's the. So, every time I say it, people are like, JRT. 
I said the. The JRT Show. <laughs> they think it's just a throw-in, I guess. I know. Yeah, so the JRTShow.com. Uh, you can catch him uh, also on Family Guy doing the voices of which characters? Uh, well, whatever they want, really. But yeah. uh, recently I've been playing Donald Trump. Uh, I will be playing Donald Trump quite a bit and uh, James Woods. So sorry, Okay. James. And you've got to do other characters as well, like Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Morgan Freeman, a lot of Morgan Freeman, uh, Bill Cosby. They give me all the real controversy. Yeah, Josh will do it. He'll do Bill Cosby. Okay, thanks, guys. <laughs> no, thanks, guys. Yes. So, yeah. Any I'm other doing. rapists you want me to do the voice yeah, of? Whatever you guys want. Are you with Trump? Yeah, I'll do Trump. James Woods? Yeah, it's fine. Anybody else? Yeah, all right, great. Do OJ. Do OJ. Okay, sure. Why not? Yeah, before you go, do you have any thoughts on the Stormy Daniels thing? Why don't you come upstairs and we're going to have a little sexy time? She didn't leave. She had sex with him. In her interview, she says, like, yeah, I didn't want to, but I decided why not. And then took the money and now, whatever. I don't care. I think it's a non-story, man. I, think I, I, just, I agree. Oh, Donald Trump cheats on his wife? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, billionaire cheats on his wife. <laughs> didn't see that coming. <laughs> no one cares. That's no can you imagine cares. being what was it, who interviewed her on sixty minutes? What's his name? Uh, Anderson Cooper. Anderson, can you imagine you see guys sit there? You're Anderson Cooper. You've been around for decades. You got to sit there and interview this woman, and with that face, that that serious. You know, <laughs> so tell me what happened next, and, and I'm like, oh man. Then he Anderson. touched my boobs. Anderson Cooper used to report on wars in the middle of the battlefield. Yeah. yeah. Like when he was a kid, like when yeah. I was in high school, we had Channel One. Was that a thing? Like it was in all the it was in all the classrooms. Yeah, and he yeah. was like a young. He was like barely twenty two or something. We're going backwards, man. We're going backwards. Hey, Roseanne's back. Yeah. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks again, Josh. I appreciate it. Thanks, Josh. All right, so this will uh, ruin my career. Thanks a lot. I want to thank Josh Robert Thompson for coming on. Make sure you follow him. Uh, watch his show. Go to thejrtshow.com. Thejrtshow.com. Thanks for joining us. Catch us next week. Show me your genitals. Your genitals. Show me your genitals. You're talking to me about stuff. Why? I'd rather see your titties. Now you're talking about other stuff. Why? I'd much rather see your titties. I can't have sex with your personality, and I can't put my penis in your college degree.